Welcome back to the Degenerated Podcast. Another year in the books, everyone, for our fantasy league. Uh, last week we had Dave, uh, David Paris on, and um, I guess that got his franchise the degenerated bump. Almost after losing to Clarkie, he, he and Cody held on for that franchise's third Richmond Degenerate Cup. Uh, we're going to dig into that a little bit more on this podcast. Uh, but first, I'd like to welcome this week's guests, the Toilet Bowl champions, the Generations Vetch, Burke Actug, and Derek Bloomfield. Welcome, gentlemen. Welcome. Oh, yeah. There it is right there. Hey, boys. How, how, how are you today? Good. Mikey, how are you? Great. Great. Burke, how about you? I'm doing well. I'm tired as usual. Oh, Jesus Christ, you poor guy. That's the energy we want in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Way to get us off to the right track. Oh, good thing we're doing this at 9.30. <laughs> it's way past all our bedtimes, I know. I appreciate you guys uh, pulling this off. I figured we had to get something out while uh, while there was still some interest in the league. Um, you know, and and really I wanted to culminate your, your, your massive accomplishment. I mean, come on. Like, Derek, is this your first piece of hardware in the league? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I told Burke when I started, my my target was toilet bowl. Like, this is my end game. It's my end game. It only goes downhill from here. Yes, first title. Wow, that's good. Burke, it's, it, it's your last – it's first time sort of, uh, you know, accomplishing mm, – Mediocrity? <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like, you reached the top of the worst teams. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Impressive. Impressive. Um, all right. Well, well, maybe um, maybe Burke, um, and, and, and then of course Derek, you can jump in too. But um, maybe uh, you guys can give us the rundown of how the overall sort of roto matchup went. I know that it was pretty tight between you guys, Simon and Kevin Dufa, Josh Mammon, not so much. But but yeah, how how did that go? Like like uh, yeah, can you break it down for us? I'm going to be completely honest with you, Mike. I legitimately didn't understand the format until maybe the last four days of it. (laughs) (laughs) Did did you have a bit of an aha moment? Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, DV would be asking me, like, hey, how's our team doing? And I'd be like, ah, pretty good, I think. And I would be, like, looking at the shit just, like, puzzled. It is – it honestly does, like – Derek, how like how did you feel? I felt sort of confused as well at first, for sure. Well, I think the first mistake was saying, you know what, I don't need to log in. I'll just hold. I'll just ask B. <laughs> so it kind of went. Kind of went from there. Yeah, and he, he the best part is he'd send you like snaps of the standings, and be like, so what does this mean? And he'd be like, I don't know. Sweet, sweet, sweet cast so far. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dumb and dumber. It's your new team game. I like it. Yeah, um, we definitely failed upward into that championship. Hey, whatever works. That, that's a perfect path to a total victory. You know? As soon as you told me the format was set it and forget it, I kind of just like you heard the out everything else you said. <laughs> <laughs> you really bought into that set. Fuck yeah. that rhymes. I'm really going to buy into this one. Um, yeah, I found it a little bit. It, it was almost like like there was too much going on at times. I was like, wait a second. If I catch this, but I can do this. And, like, I, I think I was just so accustomed to the simplicity of head-to-head that I didn't 
I found it challenging at first, but then I sort of got it. I will say though, like it just sound, even though I had no clue how it was working, mm-hmm. it sounded like it was engaging everyone. Like it sounded way like it was more competitive. Like you just didn't know who was going to be in like the finals of four people versus two. Like yes. anyone could have leapfrogged anybody. So yes. I thought for for that perspective, it was it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I like that part as well. And, like, even if, like, the fourth-place team, like, say, Mammon or, or Squashy, in this case, uh, they're out of it, but they could catch someone in one of the categories and, like, fuck them over and, like, bring them down so their players were still relevant, you know? So, so yeah, again, I, I realized that, like, two days before, and okay. I was like, oh, okay, so that makes that makes sense. This could get really bad for us if – so-and-so hops so-and-so yeah totally totally well you know next pandemic we will we'll be way ahead of the game and and we're going to be set fuck Uh, i'm a little how have you guys enjoyed the the back to hockey i love the bubble the bubble's the best isn't it so good man it's so good are we going to be pissed off next year I think so. Like when they go back to like the bullshit, like, Hey, these eight teams are playing today. Then these two are playing tomorrow. You're like, like, how am I supposed to watch them all at the same? T- like what? Yeah. yeah. I loved waking up and being like, Oh, there's a hockey game on. Yeah. Fuck God. Every, every day, every, every day at like 11 AM. I kind of thought I'd, I, I would have overdosed a little bit and maybe like I'm, I'm like the first week I was like watching like 12 hours a day. Well, that's the week you took off, off right? That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Hey Mike, I took that week off too. Yeah, smart. Smart. Yeah. Um, so then, well, I, I was going to sort of break down the uh, Dave and Cody's championship with you. Did you watch that at all or pay any attention to that? I, I think I already know the answer. God. Oh, do you want the <laughs> Okay, well, well, hey, for 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 for, for those at home, because I know they're at the edge of their seat. Um, yeah, it's it started when uh, last week when when Dave hopped on. It was just the beginning of the sort of start of the official first round. Dave had a, and Cody had a massive lead over Clarky and I, but like again, we're we're sort of like I don't know. We've got five players, and like maybe that's enough to catch. Maybe it's not. We don't really know. And then without like all the different moving parts, but uh, it it in the in the championship bracket, Clarky clawed back real quick, and he was gaining like a point the first day, two points the next day, and the next thing you knew, Bishop started, uh, I believe game, I think he won game two, and then if Bishop had won game three and game four, then it was like it's it's Clarky's to lose. And that, like the way that I figured it out, and then, and then of course, Clark, he went fishing, and was off for the first time. He's been away from the internet for fucking probably twelve years. Is like the most crucial time of his fantasy season, but whatever. Uh, so he didn't even like watch while he was cr- like creeping up, and Dave and Cody were were freaking out. And then he gets back, and he's like, "What's going on?" And then Josh Nielsen is like, fuck off, Clarky, you jerk. Like, you know, you, you know what you did, but he didn't really know. And then, uh, <laughs> so then Clarky has this rush of like, holy fuck, I just come back to life and I'm in it. And then Dave and Cody proceed to fucking lay the boots for the rest of the week and take their championship. So that was sort of how that broke down. 
Um, how do you guys feel about David Cody winning a third title? The one thing I was thinking was if the league ended kind of the way we thought it normally would have, you know, in yeah. April or whatever, DP and Cody might not have even made the playoffs. Like there's a reason why they had conditional picks, you know, depending on them making the playoffs. Well, didn't they? No, they, they, oh, they were like close to not making the playoffs. But they yeah. Ended up oh, wait. It. Yeah. Our first week we, it was our playoffs, right? Yes. Well, yeah. then I guess I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. I was trying to like make you try to spin your answer into something. Somewhere. Nah, I'll, just, I'll just take the big fat Sometimes L on that. You just gotta let it go. So yeah, yeah. Burke, no. <laughs> big big L on that. It is, it is, you well, are tired. You were you did say you were tired. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all. That's all. Okay. This is my uh, first white claw of the night for sure. Okay, sure. Well, let's talk about your guys' team just a little bit here before uh we sort of move on to to a new segment we've got prepared for you. Uh Pretty listeners out there, um, but but uh, a lot of I would say it's fair that you guys are the most uh, intriguing franchise moving into next year. Um, uh, after a couple uh, um, um, years of missing the playoffs, you've accumulated quite the draft. You call them stinkers. It's fine. Yeah, stinky. Yeah. Just just yeah. just pu. That's all right because th- this could be your year. Um, not only did your team really perform well in the bubble, and you guys, you know, you won the you won uh, the, the the toilet bowl, and 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 maybe even overall, you might have uh, been competing with with the top teams as well. But you guys have a shit ton of, of, of draft assets. So 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 maybe Derek, can you just break down if you know off the top of your head? Maybe Burke, you can help him if he struggles. What your draft? Um, capital looks like for next year. Yeah, yeah. Well, like Burke and I have been talking about that since April. I, I'm sure you guys that's like <laughs> a <laughs> like that's always actually like since February we've been talking about our draft picks. So we, we we really thought we had nothing more to talk about. I figured you guys would around the bottom. Yeah. So and that's to be honest, it's also part of the reason why we didn't really pay close attention. Uh-huh. I I just I I think I think. Uh, Again, we stumbled upwards, but uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to our picks, like we just talked about it, and Burke was uh, dissecting the Google Doc, I think we've got like four firsts, three seconds, one third, two fourths, two fifths, no six and a seventh. Holy shit. Shit, you guys are going to be done early. Wow. That's, uh, I think that's the goal. Like, we're going to get, like, a 24-pack of claws and just, like – Just watch the chaos unfold. Be, be done by the third round, and we'll watch you guys go at it. That's a great idea. That's uh, That might be the most – I thought I had a lot last year. I did. Um, I can't remember exactly, but it, it it is a hell of a feeling going into the draft like that, isn't it? It's yeah. a little bit daunting, man. Why? Right. You got so much pressure? Well, we've kind of been under the in this situation before. Yeah, I know. I wasn't. It was yeah. a big old stinky whiff. <laughs> yeah, you had back-to-back first-rounders last year. You you, you you went with Hurdle and Meyer. Meh, sure. It's all right. We've got a first for them. That's true. <laughs> from, from some idiot. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> anytime you can trade two firsts for one, Oh, you make you make that deal all day. 
<laughs> that was a, oh man, that was terrible. But uh, for me and you guys, so you had six balls in the lottery, and then you won the 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 toilet bowl, so you get two more, and you had someone else's. Who else did? Yeah, we've got Doofus first, so I think he's got two balls, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. What did uh, you guys give to Doofa to get that one? Mark Stone, which is something I like. I regretted a little bit. Well, he he is, uh, yeah, borderline keeper. That guy, for sure. I'd say he's for sure a keeper. For sure a keeper. Well, depending on Doofa's roster, but just off the just thinking about it, probably I would think. But yeah, no, that's a, that's good. Uh, I'd much rather have Mark Stone than Hurdle and Meyer. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Um, I think the sharks would too. Yeah, probably. Probably. Um, yeah. What are your um, What are you guys thinking for uh, your keepers for next year? What are your thoughts there? Well, a lot of things are up in the air right now, Mike. Um, hmm. We've got three pretty good forwards. I think Braden Point. Aho, Sveshnikov. Mm-hmm. We've got two tier one D-men, Douglas Hamilton and Morgan mm-hmm. Riley. Mm-hmm. Don't give me that look. For those of you in, in, in listener land, I'm trying something new here uh, as far as uh, I know you're really concerned about the back end technicality of the DGen, of the DGen podcast, but here we go. Uh, this is the first uh, remote podcast done via Zoom. So I've probably called a lot of you before and been like, hey, all right, I'm going to be calling you on a weird fucking number because I'm going to be calling you through my Skype. And then I like, I was telling Derek before, I, I had to hook up with this app called Piezo and I had to like hit both, like record on that and make sure that was on recording Skype. And then like my Skype credits would would cut out eh, about like of the time I have to buy new Skype credits. Lots of times I wouldn't remember my Skype sign-in. Lots of good, just fun stuff right before I want to get into the pod. So um, I heard through uh, on the Bill Simmons podcast and and he was like, God, the Zoom. And I'm like, fucking Zoom. I have Zoom. And like, so if there's a pod, like super... Uh, the highly downloaded, highly produced podcast is is using Zoom. I thought, why not try it? But it's very different because we can see each other, right? So, yeah, Burke didn't like that little look I gave him there, I guess. Not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, like, normally you don't know the looks I'm giving you when we're just on, like, the blind call. But I can usually tell it by your face. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. You can tell. You can tell. All right. uh, yeah, and then we've got a three-headed goalie monster. Yeah, um, that's an interesting one. Shester- the Young Guns. Stansonov, Shesterkin, uh, and Carter Hart. Ooh, the best is, goalie on the planet. God, they're about 60 years old combined, the three of them. And holy shit. Yeah, that is uh, – yeah, Carter Hart, what a fucking beast so far this year. Wow. Yeah, he's a guy that I uh, really enjoy having in fantasy, despite the fact that our team was dog shit. Yeah, how are you going to – negotiate those three goalies you can only keep two someone's got to go well i guess yeah someone's got to go mm, 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 mm. and but, you have th- th- okay three good forwards two d three goalies 
Yeah, it looks like you got to move one of those D for maybe a forward or something. Something you could package up. So many options. You could package up some of that draft capital that you talk so highly of. That's what I did last year. That's what I did last year. I used some of mine for, uh, I think I traded one of my first for Freddie Anderson. My goalie was weak, and then I got Brent Burns somehow in a three-way deal. Yeah, I was in. I was in on that three. We were in on that. Gave up, uh, or we gave up uh, John Gibson. Right, and then we. That was a hell of a cool trade in hindsight. Yeah, I like doing that. Yeah, yeah, that was. I think we wound up with your first in that. Yes, you did. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I ended up with Brent. Burns, fucking, and he had a bit of a bust year, of course. He's still had an all right year, I would say. That's okay. Your first gave us hurdles, so I think we're even. Oh, yeah. All right. There we go. Yeah. The whole universe comes back, and it's a shark for a shark. So the whole, yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah, so they were probably a combined dash 60. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Okay. We're going to move on to um, sort of a new segment that I've got the boys. Uh, in before we uh, end with the mailbag, we're going to do our segment. Then we're going to end with the mailbag for, for you guys. who got some questions from the game. Um, but so in this new segment, um, God, I didn't ask you guys if you had a better name for it. You probably do. I'm calling it the bubble bump. Wah, wah. Don't you give me that look. Burke. <laughs> <laughs> Basically what we're trying to, to uh, what we're trying to sort of pin out here is where we, we find uh, fan, uh, players in the NHL whose stock has risen since, since the bubble uh, or bubbles have, have been running. So this could be a fantasy relevant player that has maybe now we would consider a fringe keeper or a fringe keeper that is now like an automatic keeper. Maybe it's an absolute nobody you've ever heard of to someone that's probably going to get drafted for sure. Who knows? Right. Like, so, and, and, and we've all compiled our lists and then we're going to sort of just go around and then, and, and then, and then see how that goes. We're going to do three. Each. Um, so Derek, why don't you start us off? Who do you have as a, uh, your sort of bubble bumper. Uh, right off the top of my head was just watching him just crush the flames by himself. I think uh, big bump goes to Miro Heiskanen. Ooh, Miro Heiskanen. I had him on my list. Miro Heiskanen is someone constant, not constantly, but uh, I think three separate times now his names are in compared to Nicholas Lidstrom. I actually asked Burke, like, I wasn't in a lot of pools when Lidstrom was – you know, crushing it. Mm-hmm. And so I had to ask him like, how relevant was Lidstrom in fantasy? And he said, very. So, yeah, you know, if you're getting another Lidstrom in fantasy, I think that's gold. And that was even in Lidstrom's like old, that was like 35 yeah, we, and older Lidstrom probably. We didn't. Yeah. That would have been like early two thousands, I guess. Yeah. We would have caught just the tail end of that one, but yeah. He was still racking up numbers. Lidstrom or Heiskanen? <laughs> old, old man Heiskanen. Old man Heiskanen. 43? Yeah. God, Heiskanen, I, I, I had him too. He's really – I feel like he's leapt past John Klingberg as the uh, as that sort of uh, linchpin D on that Dallas team. What do you guys think? Yeah, if uh, DP took Makar – they kept Klingberg going into this year, right? I believe so. Yeah. So they took Makar in the third round. Uh-huh. Like, turns out that was a 
great pick. Perfect, because now they don't yeah. have to keep keep Klingberg. All right, yeah, Heiskanen, definitely his stock has risen. Um, Burke, who 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 do you have? Uh, Pierre Luc Dubois. Wow, I yeah, we're we're gonna have we're gonna have some crossover here. Yes, PLD from Corey and Tony. Um, yeah, he's had quite a series. What has been your sort of impressions of him? Well. You know, on the surface, he might look like kind of a fringe keeper, but I think in the bubble, like, he proved he's a legit 1C. Like, Mm. he's a little bit filthy, too. You got to like to see that. Like, he kind of reminds me of Crosby a bit in that way. Like, Crosby can be a little bit of a piece of shit, you know? Yeah, just got that little bit of nast in him. Like, a little, like... Okay. Yeah, and if and it'll be in a situation where you know he's trying to spur his team on, or you kind of wake him up, right? Totally. So um, yeah, I like. I mean, I think he's going to be a legit fantasy player next year. Yes. Yeah. He probably he might have moved into the actually for Corey and Tony's team. He might be. He might have shifted into that sort of fringe keeper category potentially. I don't think there's any fringe about it. You think he's keeper worthy now? PLD. Oh, you heard right. it here first. I hope you're listening up, Corey and Tony. Um, okay, I'll go next. Um, I'm going to go with our Vancouver Canuck, Mr. Bo Horvat. Uh, he's played the best hockey I've ever seen him play. Like that, that, that run that he put on uh, was absolutely the best three-game stretch ever for maybe any Canuck, <laughs> like, like offensively. And, and I don't know if it'll be – if he like, he's obviously not going to be putting up a hundred. He like he's not a hundred point score now all of a sudden, but I think he, he he's taken it like a step in his career. Uh, him being the captain of the team, um, sort of funny. Quick story: the night before that 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 last game against Minnesota, um, it was uh, I was hanging out with John Yelizarov, and uh, it was late night, and then JY sort of out of nowhere. He was like, you know what? Fucking Canucks need a new captain. And, and we're all just kind of like, huh? Like, what? And he's like, yeah, like, fuck Horvath. Ugh. God, he's just never scores any big goals. And then, we're, like, and then we're throwing stuff up. Graham was there as well. Graham's like, John, who do you think sh- uh, should be captain? And, Graham, and John's like, Pedersen. I'm like, okay, John, Pedersen fucking doesn't have pubic hair. So you can't have a captain without pubes. That's a rule. <laughs> and and then John's like, "Well, come on, Mike. He, he, he never scores big goals ever." Like, and then it was one of those arguments that was just going in a circle, and it was just like, "All right, fuck, you need to shut up. I I can't." And we were we all we were all on one side that like, "Hey, he's fine. He's not a big. He's a face-off guy. He does the little things." And John's like, "Whatever. That doesn't win a hockey game." So then the next game, I'm like, please. I like, I, I'm not a religious guy, but I prayed that it would go into overtime and he'd score the overtime goal. It, he scored the goal that tied it and put it into overtime. And then Tanev scored the overtime sure. goal. Oh, that's pretty fucking close. And then the next game, I think he did score the overtime goal against St. Louis. And he had two more. And it's just like the best hockey ever. So been quite fun chirping JY about Horvat's uh, just just incredible run. How how have you guys thought of him? 
Grammy texted me the day after you guys had that conversation and he was like, do you think Horvat's a good leader? I'm like, yeah, he's a great leader. He's like, hey, why claims he shouldn't be captain? I'm like, oh God. <laughs> it's so good. It's just, it was like, so, honestly, we should be careful. It was the classic, be careful of what you say. Cause like, oh yeah, hundred percent. And the, the, the best part is like two games later, the announcers are comparing him to Mark Messier. Like, <laughs> The guy has a leadership award named after him. <laughs> You're like doing clips of him like back at home and he's like in the room and like it's like looking like chemistry, like God, no one connects with his teammates like Bo Horvat. <laughs> like different segments about it, about his leadership and clutch goal score. It's it crazy. Except they they also got to read the room a little bit. Like for the Vancouver fan base, do you really want to be using Mark Messier as your example? That's a good point. That is true. That's that a good true. point. Like, like, yeah, he's not exactly uh, all glory over here. That's true. That's true. The rest of the league, he's uh, he, he's a little more revered than he is here. Um, but yeah, I think the the overall. I also heard that Mark Messi was kind of a piece of shit in his own right, but he just gets like this leadership stigma. Um, but hey, um, when when the Olympics were here, I was at like a random Finland Germany game, something like that, mm-hmm. and they announced Mark like Mark Messier in attendance in one of the press boxes. Yeah, and it was probably the loudest booze that I've ever heard at, yeah, at here. Rogers Arena, maybe wow. since like. Like the 2011 playoffs probably had a couple moments like that. Yeah, but it was up there. Like it, it, it probably did not come across well on TV. Wow, that is yeah. uh, that, that is savage from the Vancouver fan base. Like, like, like not even like the Olympic happy giddiness. Like, yay, Canada, <laughs> he's Canadian. It like sucked the energy out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was to put Messi on the camera? <laughs> oh god okay um derek who uh who else do you have uh well wait 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 Emma, like mike sure. you didn't say you picked Bo, but are, oh, you, yes. are you saying he's a fringe keeper or is he a oh, keeper yeah. or where is he at yeah so he would be yeah thank you so he's he was definitely drafted uh and definitely never touched the waiver wire but i think now he's he would shift into that fringe keeper category maybe not but he's his stock has risen like he'll be a higher draft pick I could, see, I could see him going around one I could see something like that and you know if, if he had a wing added like he's a keeper oh yeah for sure that could hold him back is is that centerness but who knows the connects uh, keep keep trucking along and he plays 75 percent as well as he has of late then he, then he'll continue to to, to make noise. So, yeah, I would say he's moving into the fringe keeper category. But uh, we'll, see what, we'll see what Jay does with that. All right, who, all right, who you got, DB? Uh, so not to toot our, our own horn here, but I'm going to mm. stick with one of our players and uh, go with Sebastian Ajo. Okay, yes, yes. And I, was, I, I was wondering I think, if you guys were to pick your own guys. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we had a rough year, Mike. So we're going to no. take what we can get and really run with it. That's fair. It's, and, like, we're looking for, like, we've been saying we, we need another Ford. And, mm-hmm. like, Burke and I have been going back and forth and agreeing, like, you need that tier one. Like, if you look at the teams that did well, like yourself, you had Pasternak, and mm-hmm. then you had McDavid. Like, you can really make a difference with, like, tier one fantasy Fords. 
And like, we just didn't have one. And we were trying to get one. And we're like, could Aho or could Point or could Svetch be one? Mm-hmm. And we just didn't know if he could. And I think Aho, like, he's a tier one forward, I think, after what he's done here. I, I agree. I agree. Burke, I, I can see you nodding your head. Obviously, you agree. And you know what? Let's throw Svetch right beside him, too, just for fucking fun, because we may as well. That, that line from Carolina looked so good against the Rangers. Um, it was ridiculous. Svetch, of course, got hurt, so maybe eh, we don't quite know what's going on there. Um, but, yeah, Aho looks like a superstar and an absolute auto keeper, and I think, I got, I think you got your tier one guy. Fingers crossed. Uh, yep. Burke, who's next? Uh, oh, man, I just had it. Uh, why don't you go, Mike? Sure, sure. Um, okay, I was going to go with – all right, I'm going to go with a little uh, – I'll go off the cuff here. Or actually, can I do a – this is going to be a combo one as well. We just did a combo one, so these guys are on the same team. And they were both sort of – Almost you haven't heard of them, and now they are fantasy relevant. Uh, from the Calgary Flames, Mangiapane! Mangiapane! <laughs> and uh, Dylan Dubé. I think that's his first name. You could probably add <laughs> Sam Bennett to that list, too. And Oh, Sam Bennett, yeah, he could be in that. Yes. So, like, the... A little Calgary love. Like, there's some guys, like, like when Dubé was, uh, he, like, I know he had that one goal, a uh, two-goal game, and I honestly don't remember him being on that team. And Mangio Pane, when I was putting in the fucking, uh, when I was pound like inputting the teams into fan tracks, and I was like, "What the fuck is that? Who?" So I didn't really know him. And then, and then now, of course, Burke and I, uh, we were sitting next to each other at uh, the Pokemon draft, and we were having way too much fun with that game. That was good times. So I think he was just like in my head. So now I just like. I'm hyper aware and I'm like, the guy's everywhere. <laughs> God. And maybe the announcers like saying it too. That but, line has been insane though. Like, yeah, quite good. Do they play together with, with Bennett? Yeah, I think Bennett's the center on that line. Um, well, that, yeah, that, they, yeah, like they've just been a wrecking crew, man. I should have just pretended that I knew that and that's why I comboed them together. Fuck. It's okay. possible that I'm wrong. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> no one's listening. <laughs> who cares? Who cares? The um, ten people who listen to this are gonna be pissed. Oh, they're gonna be so bad. They're all gonna be gripping their steering wheels, just fucking <laughs> out of their minds. All right, who uh, who you got, Bert? Uh Kirby Duck from the Chicago mm. Blackhawks. Yes. Uh, he. I don't think he got a ton of points, but he was noticeable every time he was on the ice. I. I don't know. I probably watched four Blackhawks games, maybe something like that. And Mm -hmm. I was telling DB, like, he reminds me a little bit of McKinnon. Like, he doesn't have his speed. Mm -hmm. You know how McKinnon can play bigger than he is? Yes. Well, Doc Doc actually is massive. But he's actually big. But Doc's 6'4", and he plays like he's 6'8". Yeah. And I I think he's probably only 19, 20 years old. Uh He's probably going to be a really good player. I think so, too. I think so too. What do you think, DB? Yeah. Yeah. No. Honestly, like until like Chicago got waxed, I was a big fan of what they were looking like in the like in the uh, playing rounds. Yeah. You're you're kind of looking at like the old guard 
phasing out and watching the new guard and you're seeing like the Kubaliks and you're seeing the Debrinkits and you're seeing like Kajulas and then Doc was like there. Like he was he was leading the wave. And I there the other one to add add to that is Bokefist. I think Bokefist will be quite a player too. Mm. Um but yeah, Doc probably was singled out for for me also with Chicago. Yeah, I think we I think because we know of Seabrook, Keith Seabrook, Keith, Taze, and Kane, and they're not really that well, they're they're kind of old. But that's the nucleus of the team. We think of them as old, but they're actually one of the youngest teams in the league. And it's and they're also league. much younger than any of us. Fuck <laughs> yes. Let's not talk about that. My mom say, like, oh, you look like Ryan O'Reilly. I was like, oh my God, thanks, Mom. And then I'm like, and then I'm like, well, I am older. And then I looked it up. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, a lot older and it was super depressing because I was looking at Ryan O'Reilly on the ice. And I was like, like he looks old. <laughs> like, How much older are you there, Mike? About, about uh, nine years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's, yeah. that's nothing. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's a decade. Thanks guys. Or, yeah. No, it might be more than that. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, who he actually, Ryan O'Reilly was on my list at, as one, but uh, just fucking destroying the Canucks of late. Jesus Christ. But I don't think that he would become a keeper. Hard to hard. I don't think he, he would make that level, but uh, he, he's, he's played really, uh, really well. DB, you're up. Uh, you know, one, one guy who's, I don't know where he came from. He's just coming out of the blue. Uh, Anthony Beauvillier. Yeah. Anthony Beauvillier has been on fire. And honestly, like when it comes down to it, the, like he just, like he doesn't, I, he doesn't necessarily look noticeable out there, but then all of a sudden, like he, he pops like two goals a game. Like he's got six goals already. Yep. He so, Tuesday. Yeah. So, yeah, two. he's definitely one. I saw him score that first one and I was like, ooh, I got to add him to my list and I forgot to. So I'm glad you remembered him. I he he spent a little bit of time on my team this year, along with uh, the immortal Brock Nelson, um, for where, where where that second line of the Islanders was kind of hot for a while. Like the whole Islanders were hot for a while, and then yeah, Bovillier he's flirt. I've I've had him, and then he's the type of guy that I have for like two weeks, and then I just the, I, then I'll drop him for someone else. But yeah, so he'll definitely I think be drafted, and likely probably stay on a team all year so that's a good one uh Derek I, I, I like that one a lot uh I'm gonna go with a goalie for 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 my uh for for my next one here Mr. Robin Lehner man like that was a conf- like okay first of all what a weird fucking situation Vegas could be in they have a hall of fame goalie their team is good and then they trade for Laner at the All-Star or at the trade deadline. Laner comes over, who was kind of the backup in Chicago. He was like splitting games, like, but Crawford, like it definitely wasn't Laner was the starter. And then kind of went to Vegas as the backup. And then the reboot happens. And then now he's vaulted into the starter. And he's also a free agent at the end of the year. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna get paid. So he might not even play. So just say he wins the Stanley Cup. 
Say, like say Vegas wins the Stanley Cup and and Laner goes all the way, he could have, he could have like played a fucking like th- two weeks with them in the regular season before the 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 pause, done this reboot in the bubble, won a Stanley Cup, and then now on another team, which would be his fourth team in three years. Crazy. Oh, that's right. He's done like, back to back to back single years, right? Yeah, Islanders, Chicago, Vegas, and now it could be somewhere else. And and you recovered from alcoholism and depression and something like that along the way too. Wow, I could see a team like Carolina going. Ooh, wouldn't he look good there? That that's the one thing they're missing. It's goaltending. Yeah, yeah, he would look good in Carolina. I could see that. I could see that. Or or, yeah, Hmm. but yeah, his, his stock has risen. So. Interestingly, Josh didn't even use him in the in the in our sort of playoff reboot. Which um, I, I think most of us probably would have made that. Same we would have done the same thing. Yeah. We would have done the same thing. And Jay did use Marks or uh, Flurry, which we probably all would have done too. So yeah, yeah. Ouch, ouch for both those guys. Ouchie, ouchie. Um, okay, BA. Who, uh, the news. The Motor City one more We're gonna do one more each. B.A., go. Yeah, the Nuge. The Nuge, R-N, uh, R-N-H, the pride of Burnaby. God, yeah, yeah. I mean, they got bounced pretty quick, but I think he averaged two points a game. Would you keep him if he was on your team? Center left wing? It's tempting. It is tempting. Derek, what do you think? High penalty. Well, I, we, we drafted him. We actually drafted him this past year, and actually when we look back at uh, – his year without even noticing, like he had seven, he was on pace for almost a point a game. Jesus. Crazy. So like he just silently went about his business, but because cycle and uh, McJesus were torching the league, I think he, no one really noticed it. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm worried that we're going to get cut out here in one minute. We might, but I might just call you back to finish it off if that happens and then I'll just edit it. Anyway, but let's just keep rocking out. Uh, RNH, yes. Uh, and and it, he, he was awesome down the stretch, even before the break. Like in 2020, he's been fucking unreal. So, yeah, he could be keeper material. All right, Derek, your last one. So, I'm also going to go goalie. And this one's going to sound a little weird because got pumped the last two uh, games, but probably because he was exhausted. Darcy Camper. Mm. Darcy Camper was – lights out until like his body must have given out with the amount of shots he was facing game in and game out. And even still, I think he still had close to a high nine twenties, low nine thirty save percentage. Yeah. I mean, he's still, yeah. Like, I mean, it's hard to say it kind of reminded me in those like seven, one games. Like, have you, have you ever been involved in like a minor league hockey game where like a team beats the other team, like 11, one, and then they they give out like a an MVP of the game for each team, and then it's they always give it to the goalie that lets always it the goal. Always. <laughs> they always do it. So it felt like Kemper was kind of like that character. He was like the Coyotes just sucked, and he was just like keeping them in it. So, yeah, and the, and the thing is, it wasn't even the amount of shots. Like every shot almost was like a high quality scoring chance. Yeah, yeah, he looked good. He looked really good. And he he was, looked like a starting goalie. Is what he did. Like that was the thing. My thought was: is do, do, does Arizona have a starting goaltender? 
and he looked like one. Yeah, and this year I I actually kept Ranta and then handcuffed him with Kemper, and that'll fucking flip-flop this year. Well, I don't even know if I bother handcuffing with Ranta, but I'm de- but uh, but now up. So that's a, that's another really good example, uh, DB. So, yeah, that's someone that's drafted, fantasy-relevant, but now he's vaulted into keeper status for me, at least, I think. So, good one, good one. Okay, uh, should we bust into the – oh, I got one more just to finish this off. Uh, Nazem Kadri. Like, holy shit, he is just fucking fuego now. Fuego. And and Josh picked him up off – well, he was hurt. But Josh picked him up on waivers on our very last day of the season. So he was waiver trash. And, wow. then, and now he looks like Peter Forsberg, 2.0. Wait, wait. Things just don't feel right. Burke, will you do the honors? Oh, sorry. Nazim Kadri. <laughs> Sorry, I just got to do some prayers here, guys. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, he's been fucking unreal, uh, and maybe not keeper, but me, you guys. Yeah, he's one of those guys too that, like, he sometimes does have a wing edit, uh-huh. and when that happens, he's like a you know he's a quality fantasy player because he racks up pims, totally. scores lots of goals, lots of game winners, right? Yeah, yeah. Like him, like him. Okay, all right. That's our segment. We're going to move on to the mailbag. Are you guys ready for the mailbag? Here we go. We are. Get us with it. Right. Okay. Um, first question, first question, first question. First question. Where did I, where did I write these down? Maybe this is riveting. Riveting stuff. All right. Okay, uh, Dave Paris has a question. I wrote them down somewhere and I don't see them. So the, this might be a shorter mailbag than normal. But I remember Dave had one for you, uh, Derek Bloomfield. He wanted you to grade your draft grades. And then also maybe if you could remember your, your favorite draft grade or, or like your best, most accurate um, draft grade and your worst one. Okay. So, Mike, I, I'm sure – you have a rough idea of how things went. I, I, I was pretty, uh, yeah. I was pretty happy with my assessment at the beginning of the year, uh-huh. and I'm pretty sure how it turned out was I had, you know, the the people, the teams I had high marks for, which included myself and Burke, um, flipped, <laughs> and so, you know, I think I had Tony and Corey with high marks. I had Grammy with high marks. I had us with high marks. And I'm pretty sure that's 12th, 11th, and 10th in the standing. Oh, so so uh, did you by chance give Dave and Cody a bad grade? And that's maybe why he's asking. So actually, no. I actually gave him a good grade, but for the different reasons. I thought they were rebuilding, and I thought all his picks were good for rebuilding because he picked oh. McCarr in the third, and he picked Brady Kachuk. Mm. And I was like, you know what? That's a good call because he's rebuilding. He took, you know, Jack Hughes. And so I, I essentially thought they were going to be garbage again. Mm-hmm. And you know, Gave like a little pat on the head, saying, "Yeah, I said, good job, guy. guys. You know, here's your ribbon for yeah. uh, taking part. And you know, maybe yeah. next year." And the the one that so like going into the one where I really missed 
I ripped Je's uh, picks for sure. Like, because I essentially said like he he was he picked oh, all the Vancouver Canucks. I agreed with you. I, I and so I he took like Eckler. He, he, he took yep. Miller, Horvat now, and I was like. Yeah, I, I think I graded it at a C minus, yeah, and I did, didn't agree with the Miller pick. Grade seven, yeah, yeah. So, like for me, that's the one I probably missed the most on. Hmm. Uh, like, but I didn't foresee Miller doing that at all. And if I guess Jay can say he did, but anyone else who thought he JT Miller was going to get seventy two points, um, I'm no. going to say they're lying. But I he, like he hit like he hit on that draft and he did really well. Yeah. Um, I I am going to say though, like I I gave DP and codes a good grade, and just for oh. different reasons. So I hit on that one. All right. Yeah. Okay. So fuck you, David. Cody. Take that. The next try, David Cody. <laughs> Flip that back on you. <laughs> so that sounded like Derek just gave himself an A fucking plus. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Um. Okay. Uh. Okay, this is kind of an interesting one from Graham Steven. So there's sort of like so with co-GMs, there's, there's mashup names. We've, uh, we've got Coroni, um, COVID. We've got a lot of fucking pandemic-themed names. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Uh, so, so I'm going to just throw a couple here at, at, at you guys, and then, and then we want to know which one's your favorite, Okay. Barrick, Bloomtug, Daratug, Dirk, Tarek, Ackfield. Oh, Ackfield's kind of cool. So, sounds like a company that sends like mercenaries into Iraq. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> You're definitely polluting the environment and, and just fucking doing bad things morally, but making huge profits. Oh, so <laughs> stacks on stacks. Ackfield. Okay, so Ackfield jumps up for you. Uh, Derek, anyone jump up for you there? Uh, Bloom Tongue just comes, <laughs> it sounds like something you see on Pornhub. <laughs> Oh, he bloomed <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. How many guys right now are frantically searching Bloom Tug in porn? <laughs> They've turned the podcast off. They're going straight to black off to some Bloom Tug. <laughs> we can How many times did they Bloom Tug? Full site Bloom Tug. Bloom Tug. Bloom Bloom Tug actually. It's only legal in Russia. <laughs> that, uh, that was from Graham Stephen, um, and then uh, and then we have one more from uh, Josh Mammon. He, he he, it's for you. Uh, it, it's for you, DD. Uh, he, uh, not everyone in the league knows, but uh, uh, we might have mentioned it on the last podcast. But you have the voice of an angel. The guy's got golden golden pipes on you, right? Right, Burke? We heard him fucking sing in New Orleans. In New Orleans, he was impressing people. People like, at, like at that gay bar. They were loving him. Yeah, like black people are like, what? Black gay guys are like, fuck this. This guy's now that guy could sing. Like, yeah, it was it was super it was super cool. Um, so, is there anyone in the NHL that you would uh, like to rock out with? Oh yeah. Henrik Lundqvist. Okay, yeah. All right. Just because that means that you're uh, 
you're 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 rocking out with him and uh is it Jimmy Connors? Is he with Jimmy Connors in a band? Who is he with? John oh, McEnroe. Yeah. Him and John McEnroe are in a band right. together. So that means you're you're automatically partying with John McEnroe, rocking out with him. Yeah. And then you're with arguably the sexiest man in the NHL. So uh-huh. you know the groupies are tens. Yeah, yeah. You're getting some so residuals right That's there. a no-brainer for me. Yeah. I think that's a good choice. I think that's a good choice. Good. Okay. Um, that, that just about wraps it up uh, for, uh, for us here. I'd like to thank um, er- – everyone for tuning in. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for buying in to that idea uh, uh, that, that, that we came up with to come with a resolution on the season. I'm happy that we got something done and we can move forward on the next season. And next season isn't that far away, is it? You know, we got the rest of the playoffs to watch. We got the Canucks to watch. It's going to be here before we know it. We're going to be drafting. It's going to be great. So, so again, thanks for everyone for tuning in and special thanks to you, Derek Bloomfield, and you, Burke Actag, uh, also known as Bloomtuck, <laughs> uh, or Actfield. Um, uh, thanks very much, guys, for, uh, for, for joining us. And uh, until next time, and until next season, we go! Yeah.